Hey everybody, welcome to the Track Limits Podcast presented by Formula Addict. I'm your host, Swish. I'm with my co-host, Henny, and two very special new guests who we're going to be learning about very shortly. We're here in Toronto Simulators. If you are in the GTA, Greater Toronto Area, or Toronto, definitely check this place out. We have a pretty awesome promo code for all of you, TL50, if you want 50% off your first hour at Toronto Simulators. But the Monaco Grand Prix just ended, guys. And a lot has happened, a lot to unpack. Let's go through really quickly P1 to P10. Max Verstappen, P1. A given. Believe, given, <laughs> a given. <laughs> P2, though, Fernando Alonso, also a given. Very consistent with his podium. So we have P3 with Esteban Ocon with what is being called an Oconic performance. Indeed. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> cringy, cringy, very cringy. <laughs> the Silver Arrows, fourth and fifth. Lewis Hamilton, fourth. You know, George Russell, fifth, which is great. You have Russell with a five-second penalty, though, finished ahead of Charles Leclerc, who's sixth. Pierre Gasly splitting the Ferraris. Yes. Carlos Sainz in eighth. And then the McLarens, which, you know, They're we have back. a big fan of McLaren <laughs> here. A, that's a double point finish right there. <laughs> yeah. P9 and P10 with Lando Norris leading the way. So I want to hear first from our new guest. Yes, for sure. Your guys' thoughts and even tell us a bit about yourself. Ernie, do you want to kick us off? Just tell us a bit about what you thought of the race and who you are. Yeah, sure. So uh, Ernie Black, uh, author of the uh, Formula One uh, book of poetry. Um, loved F1 ever since I was like four years old back in 74, way before you guys were born. <laughs> um, and uh, have been following it pretty much ever since. So a uh, huge fan. Um, look, as, as much as I'm critical of Monaco, I respect its place in uh, its historical place on the calendar. Um, you know, it, it is it is the crown jewel. I understand like the why it's on the on the calendar. But to me, it's always either you either need chaos or rain in order for it to be to really be exciting yeah. unless there's like a you know like brilliance on the track like yeah. you need someone to come up with that really really super performance to say wow this is like amazing so we've seen like senna in the past you know six wins uh at monaco and, and various others but today until the rain hit i'm gonna be honest yeah. it was a bit of a bore for me i was it sitting was. there i was taking my notes i was watching the race and i was like Please, someone do something. Hit a wall. <laughs> bring out a safety car. Like, where's the rain? Like, oh, rain. Lap 35. I think they told Norris, mm -hmm. you know, on the radio. Yeah. Lap 35. We're going to hit rain. In. I'm like, okay, it's lap 40. Where's this rain? Yeah. <laughs> and then the suddenly, oh, I see spots of rain. Turn 7 and 8 yeah. or whatever it was. Right? I'm like, okay, oh, there's hope. Yeah. And then, man, if it wasn't for that rain, but did it ever cause a, a stir? A havoc. I will say, though, um, that... Uh, as much as it, it did cause a lot of ruckus, if you look at the finishers, mm. they weren't that much different than mm. what it looked like before the rain hit, right? <laughs> Ocon was still up there. Yeah. Alonso and Max were still up front. Yeah. It didn't really, I mean, it changed maybe a lot in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Ferraris were definitely impacted. Oof. But, but I, but I <laughs> we'll will talk say, about that. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, I will say that, man, if it wasn't for the rain, it would, this probably wouldn't have been my, my, favorite race yeah 100% Onik what about you you're a big McLaren fan happy day <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a fantastic day for for McLaren uh great to meet everyone super excited to be here uh name's Onik Claire a longtime friend of Swish and Henny uh and a F1 enthusiast becoming more and more of an ingrained fan definitely um 
you know, I share a little bit of Ernie's perspectives, obviously not as much knowledge, but, you know, Monaco is a very, you know, interesting race because there's not as much of those high speed straights. You don't get as much of kind of those turning on like the sweeping corners as well. But super interesting race for myself. It was really great to see. I feel bad for Yuki, but at the same time, oh. it was really great to see him have some of those issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was expecting one point. We came out with three. Not that that's a huge difference in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, it's a, it's a big... Points points? Exactly. exactly. And it's, I think it's also just good for Piastri to pick up some points. I know the last few finishes have not been where he wanted it at, so it's nice for him to be right behind Lando. Yep. Any man. Red hey, Bull. Another, another Red Bull win. <laughs> but, you know, half, half, half of it. Half, half of it. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, I was disappointed with Checo during qualifying. That is not something we expect to see for mm. someone who is considered the king of the streets and knows how to take control of those tracks. Uh, but, you know, Max was on, on another level. Uh, I was about to turn off my TV on Saturday. I was like, ah, he's it's about over. to get second. Yeah. <laughs> Alonzo got it. I was happy for Alonzo. And then out of nowhere, that sector three was just three tenths. Tenths. In a short sector. Yeah. And somewhere you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And he pulled some magic. And, uh, you know, we're happy about that. Yeah. But I think the only, the only way we're going to have a real battle is if Checo steps it up. Oh, yeah. He needs to... Uh, forget about this weekend completely. We were talking about it. I mean, is it karma? Karma of last year? Oh, Question mark. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely a tough, tough weekend. Definitely a tough weekend for him. Also, Lance Stroll. Yeah. Tough weekend yeah. overall. Didn't yeah. qualify too well. Didn't look too comfortable in the car. And mm. then I'm pretty sure every incident that occurred in he the first involved. hour of the race, he was involved in some <laughs> aspect yeah. from lap one on the hairpin. Yeah. So I was pretty, you know, unimpressed, especially when Alonso, I mean, is trying his hardest, pushing yeah. as quickly as he can. I mean, if he didn't have the pit stop issue, he probably oh, would have finished you know, second 11, pit 12 stop. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What was happening there, yeah. I don't know. But he would have finished 11, 12 seconds beyond Max, not 22, yeah. 23 seconds. But I thought the race overall was fun. Ernie, I definitely agree. The rain made it exciting. And it was cool to also see how teams adapted, mm. right? I mean, I think the rain is coming. The rain is coming. Everyone knew that. Yeah. But who goes on intermediates? Who goes on wets? Yeah. Magnuson out on slicks. Hard tires know. for like five laps even after and the rain. How did that work in. out for <laughs> him? <Yeah. laughs> but it's interesting, right? You know, what are teams going to do? Are they going to gamble yeah. for positions or are they not going to gamble for hey, positions? Hey, listen, it really highlights the difference between slicks mm-hmm. and inters when it was just starting to come down, how much slower everybody got, yeah. right? And then the difference between slicks and full wets, like... On another level. Yeah, on another level. Like uh, those intermediates, for those who, who were uh, on the inters... Um, early, I think it really benefited mm. them, um, and they last quite a bit. Yeah. And on on the, on the topic of lasting, Max did what fifty five laps on yep. a set of mediums. Yeah. Yep. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was like that's impressive. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was complaining about his rear right tire, I think, yeah, for the longest time, and and still he was miles ahead. Yeah. 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 And I think Ocon, obviously, driver of the day. You guys agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% because of where he ended up. But if you saw probably after, what, five laps, he was holding up the grid. They don't have the race pace that (laughs) with the Ferraris, Austins and the Red Bulls. It was it was a complete slowdown. I'm going to say I'm going to say I probably would have given it to uh, Alonso Alonso? Hmm. only because of what you just said. So we we mentioned this well during the race, like if you qualify out of position. Yep. This what happened. You hold back. You saw that it was like a, the bottleneck, right? Yeah. If that had not happened, if people would have gotten around him or whatever the case is, that is Monaco, so it's not yeah. easy. Easily, yeah. But how much would that have changed the race? Like mm. he found himself in, in third at the end. Mm. 
But had that not been the case, if he'd have qualified sixth, yep. he probably would have been an, ended further down on the grid, yeah. right? But hey, man, to finish third in Monaco That's, in the, in those conditions, yeah. you got to give him some credit. Exactly. And when was the last time Alpine won or I even got podium? No, you were talking about this. I think it was uh, where he took Hungary. The, the win in Hungary, Esteban's first because ever win. Because of the win. DNFs, right? A lot of oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> also, Hamilton was the only one at the start grid <laughs> yeah. after lap oh two. Or and, and Alonso's defensive brilliance. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. If, it, if it had not been for Alonso, I Correct. don't know necessarily that it. Hamilton would not have caught him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just That's thinking true. about that podium. Yeah. That cool down room. I didn't get to watch it, but it spicy. you imagine Ocon talking yeah. to Alonso, I'm back. <laughs> 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 you miss me? <laughs> what about Mercedes, though? What did y'all think? I mean, upgrades were brought in. They did not wait till Spain. I'm actually happy they did that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we can't really judge, can can we, like, the performance of that Mercedes? No, I think it's probably early on, but it was good to try it on a track with the maximum downforce that you can install in the whole track or in the whole season. And it will probably give them some type of data and slow corners and fast corners that they probably would take into Spain because there's a whole lot of that yeah. uh, with the straights, for sure. A less technical perspective, but it's just nice to see them trying new stuff, to be honest. I think, like, you know, obviously Mercedes has had so much success over the past several years, specifically before these these new technical changes. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty stubborn last year, which is fair (laughs) play, right? Like, I know a lot of the simulator data was showing that the the ceiling of that previous changes could have been really high, but it wasn't translating to the track. So just from a casual fan's perspective, it's really nice to see them try new things and experiment because at least they're trying to give it a go and, and compete with some of the other kind of, uh, I guess, body shapes of, and, you know, side mm. pods of some of the other yeah. top they're, teams. They're are not really performing. far behind Aston Martin right now in terms no, of no. points. No. Yeah. They're, they're like, One point. They're, they're not, they're not that, yeah. yeah, like they're right there. <laughs> yeah. Despite having a horrible season, apparently. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I agree fully with you. Like, it's great to see, like to bring out a B spec, you know, side pods, new front suspension, etc. at this stage, yeah. Um, is is tough, hmm. but it's even it's even harder considering they've got a, a cost cap that they've got like they've got budget to manage. What is the impact of this upgrade going to be closer to the end of the season? Yep. Red Bull is going to have issues with uh, less aerodynamic uh, testing t- testing time, mm-hmm. right? They're uh, Mercedes probably going to have less money in their budget to get creative yep. uh to do more stuff yeah. so they're really i mean i think they're banking a lot on this the, the new um upgrades that they brought to kind of work into the rest of the season to yep. really give them an edge yep. i think monaco is a really tough race to to judge to judge 100%. but i agree like this is if you're going to bring them in to get some data before they go to yeah to uh Stay barcelona which gives them maybe a little bit of a of a heads up on okay we need to tweak this so maybe in Barcelona we might see a different yep. you know performance spec mm. if you will of the Mercedes mm. and in terms of Monaco best moment you know what was the moment where you guys were like that was by far the best moment of the race Ernie I want to start with you you were taking notes every lap yes. I was taking <laughs> remind us I was I was taking notes every lap um, I don't know if it was the best moment mm. it was. To see Alonso still come out second mm. after having pitted twice, yeah, I was like, "This is like this is a special drive." Yeah, right. A, a lot of people maybe they're like, "Well, we're expecting you know Aston Martin to be really strong." Yeah, uh, and Alonso's going to be, and he's been talking crap all all weekend, <laughs> right? I'm going to win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for it, dude. I'm telling you, if he didn't stop the second time. And if Max would have had maybe a little bit, it could have been a lot closer than it was, yeah. right? Like you yeah. mentioned it, 
Um, it's they're saying it was 19 seconds for a pit stop. It wasn't. It was closer to 25. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. So okay. based on on the screen, I was checking and I was like, okay, 2.2 seconds, whatever. Lost time was around 24, 25 seconds. Mm. It wasn't 19. Mm. It's a lower uh, speed limit yep. Yep. in the pits. So if you keep everything, you know, like if all things are are equal. Yep. He might have been a lot closer. Well, also to, keep in mind, yeah. Max had that issue at the very end, right? Where Alonso was gaining almost a second yeah. in some yeah, of the final laps because yeah. Max, I think he hit the barrier somewhere. Yeah, he was. A, he had no he, traction on those tires. Now, tires. let's keep, also keep in yeah. mind that for the most part, I think he was also managing pace throughout yes. the yeah, beginning 100%. of the race. Like he was, right he was managing side. pace. He could have been probably further ahead. But like you said before, why take the risk, right? Checo took risks on Saturday. Max was like, I'm not going to take those risks. I'm yeah. going to manage pace. If I need to step it up, I will. And at, at a couple points in time in the race, yep. he did pull out a bit of a gap, yep. right? Uh, uh, you, you saw the gap going up and down and, and whatever. But yep. that was for me, that was the, you know, to see Alonzo pit twice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go, going into onto the interns the second time and still coming out yep. ahead. I think that was pretty special. Any your best moment? Uh, it's a tough one. I, I have to go back to the Saturday qualifying for Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, Third sector king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Other than that, I, I just, I'm trying to think about, honestly, the rain. That was a highlight. Just yeah. bringing the rain in yeah. was, I was like bringing the rain in like someone's controlling it. But What about George and Perez? That little... Uh, that, that was... That was totally that justified. Was, yeah. no <laughs> I, I love how he, just, he said, I, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one can, and then no one else can see anything either. But. No, that was, that was dangerous. It could have been a lot worse than what the outcome was but yeah i gotta give it to the rain because it created created chaos yeah and it also showed i don't know if pirelli wasn't ready because mm. even people on inters and wets couldn't control or have any traction so i don't know if that means they need to go, go and reevaluate their data points on why did that didn't work right away other than that i think the rain was the highlight on it um i'll argue with henny a bit definitely on qualifying yeah. I, it was really cool to see like several teams battle for pole in monaco hmm. um i know like you, you and i were going nuts when esteban Ocon had the <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the pole time for a brief period but yeah. still it was crazy because it was yep. after the first running in q3 which mm. was crazy to see mm. um and then honestly you know not it's not like a crazy moment but happy to see piastri pick up points because yeah. he uh, don't quote me on this i think he qualified p14 or something mm. like that mm-hmm. he might have been more but it was a great drive for him to pick up points i, yep. I expected lando to pass yuki to be honest when yuki was having the difficulties but yep. it was nice to see him pass as well yep. yeah i think he qualified p11 yeah. uh right barely, barely barely missed oh out yeah it was like 0.043 yeah. or something very close yeah. Yeah, yeah but still incredible that he got got points in monaco which exactly. is, which is always good that. for confidence yeah. Yeah. i think my best moment by the way was around ferrari and just seeing that flashback for a brief second on the double step when they oh, yes. and the two Ferrari drivers trying to claw at each other to try yeah. to see who could get into the pits first. first. That was pretty fun to see. Yeah. But also, like, I think a traumatic experience for everyone at our watch party because yeah. they were like, oh, my God. Here we go again. again. Like, how bad do you feel for Freddie right now? Like, he inherited a barn fire. Like, yeah. he's, he's so underwater right now. Yeah. Uh, I feel for him. Like he's got, I know he's got a lot to, to work on yep. to kind of build this team back up, but it just goes to show like Mercedes to be where they are right now, considering they were like not, you know, the fastest or they didn't feel the performance was there, but their team is still clicking. Like yep. you need, this is the importance of why they say, well, F1 is a team sport. Cause yes, you need the one driver that's going to make that difference. Mm-hmm. But dude, if you don't have that entire team yeah. behind you, clicking like red bull right now they're a well-oiled machine like there's 
strategies there. The timing is there. Everything is perfect, right? You need that. And Mercedes still has that. Ferrari has been missing that since like the Shumi days, right? Like you could say maybe Kimi's last, you know, the 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 uh, um, championship that he won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were still, there's a lot of still that core team, but they've missed that so much and they're not there now. So Ferrari's problems besides the car yeah. are, I think, still steeped in, in the rest of the team and the culture. Yep. And they, they, they're still trying to steal some Red Bull uh, staff. Staff. Every yeah. week you see some highlights or headlines of yeah. saying, Ferrari trying to steal them. Yeah. What about biggest letdowns? Anyone have like a, a moment that they were surprised by or a moment that they were like, wow, that was a bit of a letdown. I expected more. Your highlight is probably my letdown. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I just say the same. Yeah. Like to see, to see Leclerc just, yeah. you know, I feel so bad for him. Like he's a good kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a, he's made some mistakes. Yes. He's put in some brilliant performances. Yep. He's here, hometown, you know, presumably in a in a decent car to be able to to maybe capitalize on some of the things that they haven't been able to capitalize on on some of the faster circuits. Like yep. this could have been his chance to yep. to maybe challenge and to see him finish P six. Oh, the you curse know? continues. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the <laughs> curse continues. Too. Right. Yeah. The DNF. Right. The DNF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yikes. It's kind of tough. Yeah. What about you guys? Same thing. Uh. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, I, I definitely also think um, you know letdown was like just Checo's qualifying as well. I know you mentioned mm-hmm. it, but it would have been nice to see him and Max battle. Mm-hmm. This was just such a big swing in the obviously the you know drivers' championship that I'm a little worried that Red Bull might pull some shenanigans and just give Max the benefit mm-hmm. if if he extends it by another big race because mm-hmm. you know we've seen them have those arguments and disagreements in the past, particularly last year. So yep. it would have been nice to see that gap stay close because, frankly, otherwise no one's catching Max other than him. So yeah. yep. it would have been nice to see it not be as extended as much as it was. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I was a little bit let down by Yuki. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Strong weekend throughout, you know, like qualified well in the points for literally almost the entire the race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the rain comes and it makes an error. Yeah. And I, I know he was complaining about the brakes yeah. Yeah. being you unbearable. Like most colorful <laughs> radio. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, if you miss Kimmy, like, we should you have a mic better. on Yuki you, more you, often. Yeah. The interview with both of them would be hilarious. Oh, but my God. I think, yeah, I was a bit disappointed because I was hoping. You know, we'd see him in the points. I mean, it would have knocked out a McLaren, but you're very happy. <laughs> we'll take it. We will take it. But yeah, definitely Yuki. And then Spain is coming up. We're obviously looking forward to that. What are we looking forward to the most when it comes to Spain? Again, it is not a new, actually, it's not a new layout. They're going back to like a pre-2007 layout. Mm. The chicane is gone, no. that ending chicane, which I genuinely love. <laughs> Again, controversial <laughs> opinion. But I think, you know, a lot of people are excited finally to see these upgrades come in, yep. but also to see the Mercedes upgrades potentially work on the aero side. What are we looking forward to? Who do we think is going to win? Anything that, that maybe is controversial here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, this is probably the first time they're going back to an actual track for since... Because Imola would have been Yeah, there, right? that would have been it, and that got canceled. So it'd be good to see them back on a real track, mm-hmm. no street tracks. And let's just see what the pace of the Mercedes... I'm, I'm actually really excited to see yeah. what they got going on. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Because last year, I mean, that was a pivotal point for Mercedes. That yeah. podium that George Russell got, he was... You know, we were talking about this, and he, like, he was literally battling Max for a couple laps, and yeah. even he was like, I was so happy <laughs> to be finally fighting a Red Bull. Yeah. It could be cool. Like, Do we think there's going to be any surprises, or do we think it's another Max Perez 1-2, Max win? What do we think here? I think it's going to be difficult for Red Bull not to win. Yeah. They, just, they have everything clicking right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, cars working, drivers on a high, 
uh, well, at least Max, <laughs> right? Uh, maybe Checo needs this to maybe regain a little bit of his confidence. Exactly. You guys know F1 is as much a head game as anything else, yeah. right? Um, I would like to see some of the arrow, some of the up, uh, arrows uh, upgrades and, and just general upgrades start maybe improving some of the rest of the field. So maybe we can get some, you know, midfield action. Yeah. Um, maybe God knows, maybe Ferrari might come up with something that might, they might click, they might find something that'll work. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely want to see Mercedes and what they've done, mm. you know, side pods aside, because I think I don't know how much of imminent impact that does uh, have on them. But definitely the suspension. I want to see what kind of changes that they've made and how that translates into, uh, like you said, a real track. Mm. Yeah. Onik? Uh, from my side, I just agree with Henny. It'd yeah. be nice to see a non-street circuit race uh, just as like a casual fan. It's nice to see that. And it's just been a lot of street circuits recently so it'll be fun it'll be exciting and hopefully we'll see some like great weather in spain as well mm. pure sun hopefully so we can really see the cars push the entire uh, the entire race brilliant yeah. so at the end of this race we have mercedes uh one point behind aston martin for p2 we have Ooh. max way ahead in the drivers championship the constructors i don't even think we should talk about <laughs> red bull they're they're done just sign the document you won here's a prize money let's go but i'm curious aston martin mercedes final question who comes out on top right now? What is your prediction? Because, candidly, Lance Stroll is not pulling his yeah. weight right now. It's a lot of just Alonso's podiums. In the constructors, yeah, yeah, Mercedes is gonna take Mercedes. it. Yeah. I think if they can, they can figure it out. Yep. Uh, you've got two guys gunning for points, right? Not to say that Lance isn't doing his part, uh, but Lance isn't doing his part. Like mm -hmm. he's not, he's not meeting the expectations. I think that some of us have for second driver to Alonso, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Agreed, agreed? Uh, definitely agree. I know people have said historically the Lance isn't very good on street circuits, mm. and we've seen a lot of them back-to-back. -back, so mm. unless we see some crazy performances out of him on the next couple circuits, definitely Mercedes. But it'd be cool if, if he did pull it off. It would make things a little spicier. But yeah. without him, you know, getting higher than, like, you know, probably P6, P7 on a more consistent basis, Mercedes is going to walk away with it. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, check out Track Limits on social media. Give us a follow. We're doing these reflection episodes every single week and have a bunch of really cool guests in exactly. our pipeline. The next one, oh my God. It's a big one. I'm excited. <laughs> so check that out. If you are again in Toronto, come to Toronto Simulators. Use our promo code TL50 for 50% off your first hour. And we will see you guys in the next episode.